Well, good day, EKN Nation. Welcome to another edition of the EKN Outlap, our preview podcast, part of our EKN Trackside Live Tour, presented by Cooper Tires. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole. It is episode 20 of the Outlap, our preview show, March the 24th. 2021. We are both getting ready to head out to our respective events. We wrapped up our, our Outlap podcast of the Challenge of the Americas yesterday. David's heading to Sonoma on Thursday. Myself heading back to Louisiana for the opening round of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour, the uh, uh, next running of the Winter Nationals at NOLA Motorsports. Looking forward to that. That's what we'll be talking about today in this uh, Outlap podcast that is presented by Parallel USA. It all started in 1994 when former kart driver Albino Perlin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perlin was born. Perlin USA is North America's source for Perlin products, and we run a factory team at all the major Supercarts USA, USPKS, and Rock Cup USA events. The Perlin chassis lineup includes the 2021 Invader Shifter, the Le Mans tag single-speed chassis for junior and senior drivers, and the 28-mil opportunity model for the cadet classes. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parolin. For more information, head to ParolinUSA.com. So, David, kind of weird here as we get things rolling here for the for the outlap uh, of the Scusa Winter Nationals. And it would almost have been fitting for you to be able to go back to the event. Obviously, we have the, the, the conflict between that and the Challenge of the Americas out in Sonoma this weekend. But this is where it all kind of happened for you and the karting industry was last year at the Winter Nationals at NOLA when COVID uh, shut things down on the Friday. Would love to have had you back to be able to kind of just press the restart button. Yeah, it would have been good to uh, to be able to do that and go back and and kind of, you know, fulfill what we What's that? <laughs> finish yeah, the fin- job. <laughs> exactly. Finish right? the job. Just kind of, you know, uh, and do that. But, uh, you know, obviously the, the schedule is what it is. Unfortunately, uh, we, we have to deal with it as does the in- rest of the, uh, the industry and, and the competitors as well as teams. And so we'll move forward. And uh, again, you know, aside from maybe some weather conditions, you guys should have a pretty good weekend down there. That's it. Looking forward to it. Some pretty good entries. And that's what we're here to talk about. Again, the opening round of the Supercarts USA uh, Pro Tour. Uh, this year's Winter Nationals, March 26th, 27th, 28th, this coming weekend at NOLA Motorsports in Avondale, Louisiana. First two rounds of the six-round championship, which of course includes the Spring Nationals uh, in Utah and the Summer Nationals at Newcastle Motorsports Park. Uh, top five races of the six count. David, the 12th season of the championship, and I harp on this all the time, uh, 25 years in the sport now and about 23, 22, 23 south of the border here with all the stuff I've done with the magazine and, and, and so on. Um, this is pretty amazing. The, the, the amount of stability this program has bought, brought to national level racing. The, the Pro Tour started in 2010, the 12th season of the championship. Again, right in the middle of my you know, 23, 24, whatever years. And uh, it's been around for half the time. Uh, before that, I think it was four, four or five programs in that first 12 years. Scoos has had that stability, and it's been great for the sport. Yeah, Supercarts USA was one of them to begin with. Was, uh, obviously, yeah. you know, if you go back to your roots and you kind of catch the full caster podcast that is out there right now, uh, kind of dives into the beginnings of, of your career, and that kind of coincided with the the promoter tour with Supercarts USA. And, and so, yeah, we've seen a number of different uh, – national programs come and go uh but supercarts usa has stayed over you know the majority of my time here with ecartingnews.com yeah, and so 
you know, unfortunately, this is only the second Pro Tour event that I will miss. But uh, it uh, it shows just how uh, stable the the, uh, the organization has been uh, throughout over the you know over the twelve years because it hasn't been much change um, you know and we've been going to a lot of the same uh, events you know we saw it start with just spring nats and summer nats and now it evolved uh, with uh, the winter nationals being added in two thousand seventeen and it was at Nolan Motorsports uh, when we did that so it's you know, this year is kind of a, again, it's a, it's, it's not so much a change, but as we said, you know, kind of a, a start over because of what we saw last year with COVID-19. So everything's kind of, it's kind of a fresh deal, but not really fresh because we're, we're kind of going to the same places that we've been going to over the last few years. Well, the, the idea is to, you know, was to try to get some, to a certain extent, some location equity, but move the tracks around to certain, there's only so many facilities in the country, as we know, that can hold uh, an event uh, of 200 or 250, whatever it may be, right? There's, there's, you just get in trouble jamming people into the paddock, whatever it may be. And, and Nola Motorsports has that massive paddock and it works very well. And interesting, David, we talk about the, the stability of the program, 12th season. You know, one of the things that SKUs has done is always try to improve a little bit every year. You know, a couple of years ago, they brought the video marshalling system in. It, for me, it, you know, the video marshalling system came in a couple of years ago and at the Winter Nationals and was a bit of a disaster. Remember, there was like 160, um, what do you call it, uh, investigations or something. You know, Joe Janowski and the crew were just getting a feel for it. Now, fast forward to the fact that they've really got their video marshalling program locked down. Uh, you've got John Maskey and Bo Barfield as the twin race directors that are focusing on different classes. I think they've done a good job with the, the marshalling side, the race direction side of the program. Yeah, that was a uh, a very interesting uh, debut for for the video video marshalling. I mean, it's just like anything else. It's like going from from say Cadet to X thirties Pro. Uh, you got you got a little bit of you know uh, some learning to do. Uh, you know, initial you know bumps in the road of of how you know the structure should be with with the way the uh, the video video marshalling system should be run, and you know, kind of the you know, the, 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 the race directors had to, and the officials had to kind of regroup and, and rework what they were used to doing into something new. So it took time. And, uh, you know, now it's, it's kind of more of a, of a pretty, pretty standardized system that they have going on. Uh, they have this very similar, uh, most of the same people in and out of the, uh, of that system. And, uh, you know, a few, a few, uh, shuffling here and there on track stuff, some new people, uh, doing the uh, the on track overseeing and and kind of not being the race directors, but more the uh, officials uh, looking over sections of the racetrack. So, so that's about the only thing we've seen other than you know the newer race directors and and that. But the the system has kind of just refined itself uh, each time they use it. Well, I will say this: uh, you know when when the video marshaling system first came in, the racing on track, uh, the racecraft was non-existent and horrible. You remember back to those days when, man, we were like every first corner was guys just di- throwing it, dive bombing in, wrecking like crazy. And of course, that coincided then with the the video marshaling system, the onslaught of the the uh, pushback bumper, uh, which I think everything actually worked worked very well that way. The racing we have these days is so much cleaner than it was. Yeah, I think the pushback bumper really 
was the uh, the catalyst for our, our better driving as in terms of the starts. Starts for sure. Um, that's yeah. always been it because it was at NOLA that we saw just terrible starts and oh. you know probably what you know twenty cart pileups in the opening corner. It was the it worst was pretty di- in my twenty five career years. It was career. pretty disgusting. And oh, then we the Supercarts USA implemented the the uh, the pushback bumper and we you know definitely eliminated that side of the of the uh, the rough driving, and then obviously the video marshalling has done that as well, too. All right, let's have a look at the event itself, folks. Our event notes here on this edition of the EKN Outlap. Again, myself, Rob Howden, and David Cole previewing the, this weekend's Supercarts USA Pro Tour Winter Nationals to kick off at the 2021 Pro Tour. Uh, running at NOLA Motorsports, we're running the 17-turn uh, uh, layout. There's obviously a bunch of different layouts at this particular racetrack. Counterclockwise, 1.1 mile is the distance of the racetrack. But David, NOLA Motorsports Park, since it was built, really has been uh, really one of the marquee tracks, I think, in the sport. It doesn't get a lot of use in terms of national-level racing, uh, but Scoos has been there a number of times, uh, 2017, 2018 for you in 2020. But also, even though the, the track opened in 2011, just a couple years later, you and I were there. 2013, it actually hosted the Rotex Max Challenge Grand Finals. That was an amazing event as well. And that was a more memorable event for sure. Uh, just, just taking in, uh, you know, we've been to the uh, grand finals before, I think twice in 2006, 2012, uh, just taking it all in and then just being excited about it being on us soil was certainly, uh, exciting for not only me, but I think a lot of the, uh, the Americans that were there. Um, and it, yeah, it's just, as you said, that it has a massive paddock, so it's able to host these major, large events, you know. And as you said, it's just kind of in that area where there's not a lot of karting going on, so uh, that it, it kind of, you know, once in a while we get to it, and that's 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 the unfortunate part of it because of its location. You know, New Orleans is not a, a hotbed for karting, that's for sure. Indeed. Uh, one of the things about the track as well is obviously located uh, on the Gulf. There's a possibility for rain on a regular basis. You know, I, I'm I'm looking at it pretty crazy for the weather coming up this weekend. We're looking, <laughs> we're looking you know, 70s on Friday, uh, maybe into the low 80s on Saturday and Sunday. But as I look at my phone right now, it's raining in Avondale, Louisiana right now at the racetrack. 60% chance for Thursday. No, no rain just cloudy Friday, cloudy Saturday. And I'm going by this right now because I got to stick to this. <laughs> and then a 40% chance of rain, David, on Sunday. That's me looking at my iPhone right now. So Yeah, I just I just saw that and I saw a right. number of the uh, videos coming from the paddock. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's just say you guys might be water skiing when you get there Thursday. Let's just say I'll be going to Walmart or Bass Pro Shops or something to buy some <laughs> rain boots. Like literally, Alicia and I were talking about that. We mean to get oh, some it's- boots. It's and, a must. And and like we were before, uh, the EKN Cooper Tire Broadcast Center is outside of the tower. So uh, I'll probably have to try to find some plastic as well to cover ourselves, depending on what happens on Sunday. So <laughs> not, well, I- not ideal. Yeah, that again, they're going to have to figure out something because uh, computers can't sit outside in, in nothing. So yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's the one thing I do want to say is they need they need to almost have like a mobile trailer for the video marshaling system because it's just it just seems it would seem to be a lot easier for them to be able to, you know, have an actual uh home for the video marshaling system where, you know, everybody it's the same no matter where they go because a lot of the racetracks they could just put it alongside the racetrack. That's true. It doesn't true. need to be in with scoring and and stuff like that, but uh 
that's something uh, you know they'll have to look at um, because yeah, the uh, the tower there is not exactly large enough to house I think all the people that they do have with a video marshaling system. So we'll see. We'll see what what happens when you guys get down. It's here. probably yeah. That, the tower is probably twenty by twenty. There, we'll figure things out. Uh, event schedule, folks. Uh, on Thursday, unofficial practice. They'll do five rounds on the racetrack. Uh, it'll be seven, 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 seven minute runs, and then they'll cap off the day on Thursday with a twelve minute run. Friday, five rounds as well. A little bit different as they'll go to two 12-minute sessions at the end of the day. Still uh, three sevens and, and two 12s. Saturday, as they have done over the over the last many years, a warm-up in the morning. Then we'll have our qualifying run. We'll do a pre-final. It'll be eight laps for the cadet categories, 10 laps for the other classes. And then the main event set at 18 for cadets and 20 uh for the uh, the primary classes and the junior and the senior classes, shifters as well. Both days, David, getting things underway. Round one, round two. Long racetrack for sure. Um, uh, 17 corners at this particular one. It's a challenge. Uh, it's, a, it's a track I really like to watch the racing on because I think there's a lot of opportunity to overtake. Oh, plenty of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Plenty of places to pass. And, and with the 20-lap main events that, you know, if you do screw up in the pre-final, plenty of time to move up in through the final to uh, to be close up to the front. Uh, and, and make some moves there because, uh, you know, that's essentially almost, almost a half hour race. You know, when you look at it, it. the the distance wise. All right, let's jump into our first break in the action here, folks. When we get back, David and I'll go through the numbers for you. We'll let you know how many drivers have pre-entered and we'll look at all the classes. We'll look at, of course, the ups and downs from, uh, from last year's winter nationals, kind of see some trends. Otherwise, uh, stay with us more to come here on the EKN Outlap. Everyone knows that Texas develops winning racers. And the Texas Sprint Racing Series is excited to start the 2021 season to get back to cultivating this talent. The first combined SCUSA and IKF series has been running since 2015 and was started as a grassroots effort to bring family racing back to Texas has exploded into the largest regional series in the Southern region. With 13 classes, including kid carts, and over $50,000 in prizes featuring Supernats and ICAF Grand Nationals tickets, there is no better place to come race than the Texas Sprint Racing Series. This year's lineup starts with the winter warm-up at NOLA Motorsports on March 19th to the 21st. The second round, the Spring Roundup at NTK, will take place on April 16th, 17th, and 18th. Next up will be the Summer Shootout at Speed Sports on June 11th, 12th, and 13th. And the fourth event is our Midsummer Mashup at the brand new Kart Moto Facility in Crescent on July 23rd to 25th. Our fall finale brings us to another new for us track at Amarillo Kart Circuit on September 10 to 12. As always, our end of the year banquet dinner and raffle will be held on Saturday night of our final event in Amarillo with a free meal and lots of incredible prizes. We hope to see you join the TSRS family. For more information, head to TexasSprintSeries.com. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history of motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. 
from the club level of track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is power tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of race day. Be sure to follow Briggs & Stratton Racing on Facebook and through at Race Briggs on Instagram. To learn more about the 206 engine or to find the North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Welcome back to the EKN Outlap. Rob Howden alongside David Cole as we preview the opening round of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour, the Winter Nationals at NOLA Motorsports this coming weekend, March the 26th to the 28th. David, let's jump in and go by the numbers right now. 193 entries last year when you guys rolled into NOLA before COVID shut it down. Uh, a little bit of an increase up to 202 for the pre-entry numbers, so potential to have a couple more drivers come in late in the, in the run here. Uh, overall, uh, a little increase from last year. Of course, Cusa would love to have it back up to the, you know, the 230, 240, 250, but that really kind of just centers all on the, the the smaller shifter cart categories, I think, David. Right now, they've got 22 drivers all total in their shifter classes. They made, they made a pretty aggressive effort. I mean, make that 27, pardon me. A pretty aggressive effort Scusa did with the IME 175, the, their, their promo, to try to get more people to come. If you didn't have an engine, if you don't have a 175 CCSSE, uh, you could enter all races, all three Pro Tour races and the Supernats and get a free engine. Or if you already have an engine, entry free for all those all those events. So I think that's kind of cool to try to, to try to you know refire things. They ended up getting 14 drivers in Pro Shifter and 13 in Master Shifter, plus three in the Master Shifter category. So uh, at the very least, solidified a, a decent field for their shifter classes. If I reviewed the uh, the numbers correctly, I believe it was seven out of those twenty seven were take took advantage of that uh, of that uh, deal offered by Supercard USA and IME USA. So okay. those so that at least you know built up you know to get the numbers up there a little bit at least double digits per category. So that's good. Obviously, having them combined to only have a pro shifter category and a master shifter category certainly helps. We don't have the pro and pro two. We don't have G1 and G2, so I think that that obviously certainly helps. So, um, you know, when you look at it overall, I think 27 is a great number to have considering what we had at the Scusa Winter Series yeah, where I we agree. had four carts at, at, at the end of the, uh, the program, so total. Uh, well, so- and, and David, numbers breed numbers, right? So there you go. We've got 13 in Master Shifter, 14 in Pro Shifter. Will they get more Californians when we go to Utah? Because it's not quite a, a, you know, of a, a long of a run out to Utah. It's a great track at Utah Motorsports Campus. Uh, you know, Will they get uh, some local guys to come out and play at, at Newcastle for the Summer Nationals? Remember, for the Scusa Braces, it's not just the 175 SSE anymore. You're allowed to bring the KZ engine package in as well. So there could be an opportunity to, to draw more drivers knowing that, hey, you know what? If you're an SSE driver... Or if you're a KZ driver, you do get an opportunity to come and run a, a, a top-level national event. And there are enough numbers to say, hey, you know what, if I come there, I'm not running against four or five guys. I get a chance to run in a field of, you know, if things keep going, 15 to 20. And again, that's the, the, the scheduling factor is part of the reason why the numbers aren't above 30. Uh, we'd have over 30, I believe, if we didn't have this on top of the Challenging America's finale. So 
because uh, you could you could probably point out probably at least five or six drivers that are there that would be there at NOLA. So um, that that's part of the issue too. So yeah, as you said, you know the number again. I think the number is going to hover around that thirty mark because you're going to have some guys not go to the spring nats, just kind of how things unfold uh, this weekend in NOLA. So, and then you'll have guys that weren't in NOLA show up in spring nats. And then, as you said, uh, we'll, we'll see, uh, what the finale does with, uh, with it being in the Midwest. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's just kind of the way it is. And, and, and fortunately, again, as we said, we have solid numbers to begin the year. Ebbs and flows. We talk about it a lot in the mm-hmm. cadet category, David. 12 plus 12 in the micro class. Last year, there was 11 micros, 23 micro swift drivers this weekend. But in the other direction, 35 minis last year and 23 in the mini. So down 12. Now, that said, uh, you may say, hey, why don't we have a bigger jump up in X30 Junior? Because we've had drivers moving up from mini swift. They go down 12 in junior from 40 last year to 28. But I think lots of drivers going from mini into the KA100 Junior because there's plus 15. There's actually 29 drivers in KA100 Junior. 15 plus in the in the junior category in KA100, plus five in the senior class. The trend we've seen, David, a lot of drivers jumping into the, the 100cc program. That's it. Uh, as you said, the, the ebb and flow of you know graduating classes because as you said, go drivers going from Mini Swift to Junior are going towards the 100cc category a little bit more than uh, what we were doing, you know, when it was first introduced. So we're seeing that. So that's why we don't quite see the boost up in the X30 junior numbers. Uh, but then also we see a decline there because we have a lot of junior drivers moving up to senior this year. So, yeah. uh, so that, uh, that has a big impact into why uh, the, the X30 junior isn't quite above that 30 mark where we typically see it. Bottom line is over 200 drivers uh, pre-entered for this weekend. Let's see if we get some walk-ups, maybe get up to 210. Scusa does normally get uh, a few walk-ups at their events, especially for a Pro Tour race. So we could see 210. Again, solid numbers in terms of the fact that the shifters probably aren't where they need to be and the conflict, right? David, you mentioned that Challenge of the Americas probably could have had another 10 drivers or more had, there, had Scusa not been running and vice versa. I think even more drivers might have came the other direction to run the to run that event. So again, uh, the collateral damage of having the, the two events on the weekend uh lower numbers in both categories stay with us folks when we get back on this edition of the outlap time to start going class by class on the next section x30 senior and pro shifter jensen button yas verstappen and roman grosjean all former techno kart drivers and champions get ready america for the techno kart invasion Formed in the 1970s, the Italian manufacturer has new representation in the U.S. and they're already winning races and championships. Technocart USA is owned and operated by top national masters drivers Lauren Tumardan and Christian Vomir, and they are focused on building the new Technocart dealer network. The Technocart line hits all the different engine platforms in American karting, beginning with the TR28 Special for four-cycle racing. The TR30 is Techno's chassis for 100cc and 125cc tag competition. And we also have a TR Cadet and Kid Kart for the drivers coming into the younger age groups of the sport. In 2021, Techno Kart USA will be attending the Rock Cup Florida Winter Tour, United States Pro Kart Series and Route 66 programs, the Rock the Rio and Scusa Super Nationals in Las Vegas, and will continue to support our home track, the Badger Kart Club. 
Race-winning arrive-and-drive programs are available, and kart shops interested in adding a new quality chassis to their lineup should contact us today. Be sure to follow Technocart USA LLC on Facebook and Instagram. Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of many drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Based in Lodi, California, Leading Edge Motorsports is the Western importer with IP karting that includes the Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Leading Edge Motorsports provides in-depth driver development for those racers in Northern California and across the country. Arrive and Drive services, kart preparation, and driver coaching are available under the LEM tent throughout the season. Bell's record of working with drivers includes recent victories at North America's biggest karting events, including the Rock the Rio and the Scusa Super Nationals. Greg Bell's knowledge for building engines spans two decades and is now under the Mega Power branding, providing reliable engine service and tuning knowledge. No matter the chassis brand, choose Mega Power to get to the front. Click over to LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com for more and find them on social media to stay connected. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. Welcome back to the EKN Outlap here on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole as we preview the opening round of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour. The Winter Nationals from NOLA Motorsports coming this weekend, uh, March the 26th, 27th, 28th. I'll be there trackside. Alicia Hodap give me a hand on the production of all our ECAN trackside live coverage. Uh, David, we'll jump into X30 Senior right now. Uh, solid numbers still in, in this X30 program as they'll have a total of 38, two more than last year. Uh, should be a, a pretty good one. Uh, defending champion. Bryson Morris, who dominated the action at NOLA Motorsports ba uh, Park back again this year to defend the national number one. Yeah, we haven't seen much of Bryson uh, in 2021, so this will kind of be the uh, the first glimpse into uh, into his condition, uh, his uh, progression from being a two-time champion in 2020. Uh, obviously, uh, I don't believe he's been – I think he's been at NOLA before, but uh, – Again, this will be the uh, the first time as a reigning champion uh, in the X30 senior category, and then we'll talk about later in the KA100 senior uh, division, but not running that class. So focused all on the X30 senior division this this weekend. Look back at the, the former winners. Uh, actually, none of them in the action. Uh, Jake Craig, a winner in 2017, 2018. Christian Brooks uh, in 2018, now moving on to the USF 2000 program. Zach Holden was a winner in 2017 as well. None of them coming in. But I think, David, one of the things you and I have talked about over the first three months of the season in all of our outlaps and our debrief uh, race reports is the rookie class that we have this year. It is absolutely stunning, and the drivers have been great coming out of the gate. X30 Senior, we're going to keep an eye on Connor Zilich, number one, because, man, that, this kid has been winning and winning big in both Scusa, uh, Rock Cup, and USPKS competition. Uh, Max Opolsky will be strong. Alex Stanfield, super strong, coming out of the gate in the Scusa Winter Series, running with the big dogs up front. John Burke has since moved over to PSL Karting. Uh, he's looked good. Thomas Anunziad has been strong, as has Jace Park. David, the rookie class is just its just amazing. Yeah, all led by Connor Zillage there. As you said, he's won at every program so far uh, for the 2021 season. WKA, Rock Cup, USA Florida Winter Tour, 
SKUs a winter series and then USBKS recently. So I would not be surprised if he added a Skuza Pro Tour victory uh, to his uh, his 2021 belt uh, after this weekend. So he's he's certainly going to be the driver to be watched uh, all weekend long among that rookie class. And again, we, all the ones you mentioned before should be in competition to be among those in the top 10 all weekend long. Not to mention the all the uh, amazing drivers that are coming back uh, for you know with a lot of experience, including that of uh, a four-time champion Ryan Norberg. Yeah, Ryan going for his fifth championship with the Rollison Performance Group. Other drivers that you got to watch for: Hannah Greenmeyer, David coming back. She uh, injured her ribs earlier this year, so she's back this week. And I saw that on social media. Uh, Oliver Calvo coming in to run with Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports. You've got uh, Hayden Jones on Nitro Kart. Uh, who else? You got Luca Mars. I think probably one to watch as well for Trinity Karting Group. Yeah, he's got that weekend under his belt with uh, with Trinity Karting Group at the USPKS program. So yeah. uh, coming off uh, uh, racing at Sebring last weekend with the the MX5 Cup program, and uh, so ca- kind of doing the car to, cars to carts and cars to carts back and forth kind of uh, deal. So we'll see how he's able to bounce back uh, from going back and forth, and now into his third straight weekend, I think, racing. A couple other drivers you potentially want to keep an eye on here that uh, you think could be could be strong? Well, I, I think uh, you got to look at those who have kind of stood out early on in the winter months. Uh, Pauly Massimino uh, certainly has been quick, uh, uh, was quick at the uh, USPKS event, along with Diego Ramos. Uh, he was super quick there, along with Mateus Ramirez. Uh, uh, he... Uh, He's gone back to uh, ta- to tag racing. We've seen him in the shifter carts for a number of years. So back with uh, on the single speed stuff, and so he'll be one to kind of watch along with Thomas Naveau, uh, the Canadian coming down to uh, to race Pro Tour. I think the Nola track with being so many turns, I think experience has a lot to do with being able to time out uh, when you make your moves and 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 when you're going to attack uh, for position. Uh, certainly in the long races that are going to be run. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong there. Uh, a couple of notables, David, that we don't see on the grid. Uh, number one, uh, the number one driver of the EK and driver rankings, uh, Arias Duke-Medjian uh, will be running F4 this weekend, actually at Road Atlanta. He's doing some F4, actually not some F4 racing. He's running the entire series. So a conflict with that program. Arias not with us now. Uh, again, another probably, if, there, if the conflict, if Scusa wasn't on this weekend, we may have had Arias. And Brandon Jarsakrak not running either. So the uh, multi-time super, rather uh, USPKS champion, uh, on the on the fence as well. Uh, do you have any updates on that? Was he going to be just as he wrenching this weekend? Yeah, he's just going to focus on uh, on the USPKS program this year. He's not uh, looking at the Pro Tour for twenty twenty one. Maybe probably Newcastle if it just happens to fall on a good weekend for him. Uh, but yeah, um, I would I would be I wouldn't be surprised to see him uh, in the Mike Doty tent uh, yeah, working for somebody. Too. Yeah, here's one just to throw out there because he flat has dominated the action in the X30 Masters class in the Scusa Winter Series. Renato Jodder David, David running here in the senior class. He's down for the senior class this weekend. Looking for looking for a challenge, maybe. Yeah, he did that last year. We saw that at the uh, the Pro Tour event at Newcastle. Uh, ran the senior category. We didn't see much of him uh, towards the front as we typically do see him in X30 Masters class. So we'll see how uh, the NOLA weekend goes for him. Uh, in the senior division. 
Let's move to the Pro Shifter class. We touched on it briefly in the uh, by the numbers, looking at the the, the promo Supercarts USA and IAMI uh, USA throughout to get uh, drivers to, to jump on board and get Shifter Racing and Scusa again. 14 drivers all total, David. Uh, defending champion AJ Myers will be back with the Magic Kart team as well. The driver who won the Pro 2 championship last year, Chente Salas, will not be back, however, so Chente not uh, on the grid. Former winners at NOLA include Austin Garrison and A.J. Myers back in 2018 and uh, Jake French and Hunter Pickett uh, in 2017. Uh, we've got Jake French. We don't have Hunter Pickett, but we do have A.J. Myers. So the old Myers-French battle likely to, to, to fire back up. And there's a couple of decent drivers in there as well to, ba- to battle with them, right? Like, let's say, a Danny Formal or a Billy Musgrave. I was going to say it's it, looking to be more of a four driver battle uh, on the weekend when you when you factor in the former champions Danny Formal and Jake French yep. and AJ Myers all in the mix. Uh, four time Super Nationals winner Billy Musgrave is is uh, certainly one to uh, to watch for. Uh, no, as as you noted, no victories at NOLA for him. I think he's won at every other Pro Tour racetrack. Aside from NOLA and I think uh, Utah as well, too, because we've only been to Utah the one time. So uh, we'll see what Billy's able to do this weekend coming off a a pretty dominant performance at Challenging Americas last month at his home track of Cal Speed. So we'll see uh, how he's able to uh, to do a NOLA. On his own cart as well, a cart of his own design, the factory cart. So I think that's that's obviously an interesting storyline. Uh, as has been the the emergence of the Magic Cart program, it's pretty impressive to see what they've been able to do with Magic Cart USA. Myers, of course, was strong at the uh, the Pro Tour. Uh, what, we, what do we call it? The Pro Tour Bash last year. That's <laughs> six races <laughs> over nine days. Summer uh, Festival. The Summer Festival, you kept calling it. Yeah, Newcastle Motorsports Park. They had a, a really good run with Rory Vanderster in there as well. Uh, Andrew Bedozo. Uh, it'll be what Myers and, uh, I think Amy rule on the magic, I believe this weekend, David. Yeah, that's what the, uh, the entry list shows. Um, uh, those will be the, uh, the magic drivers formal on the formula K with Ansem right. motorsports, uh, obviously Jake French and PSL carding on the Burrell art fresh off his K 100 debut <laughs> a couple <laughs> weeks ago. So, uh, again, yeah, those, those will probably be the, the, uh, the drivers to watch on the weekend. Uh, battling for probably the top spots, so we'll see if anybody else can uh, can kind of put it, put their uh, put themselves in in the battle with those those familiar names that we're used to seeing up front. Yeah, agreed. We'll see how it all shakes down. Should be good. Uh, all right, folks. Another break. When we get back, KA100 Senior, KA100 Junior, and X30 Junior. Uh, we'll give you the full rundown of the drivers we're looking at and, and what kind of a, a layout we've got for those particular categories. More EKN Outlap after this break. CKR is all about quality, and CKR USA is where you can get your hands on these winning chassis in the United States. It's the CKR Barracuda 32mm shifter car chassis, the 100cc focused Stingray. These are two popular models contributing to the success of this thriving brand. And CKR USA is where you'll find carts, parts, and everything you need to go racing. Delivering the latest innovation in kart racing technology, CKR carries its own distinctive frame design. Made from hand-selected material, CKR kart chassis combine the highest grade tubing and hardware, ensuring first-rate standards of production. CKR USA has a large footprint in the U.S. karting market and continues to grow rapidly throughout the country. Fully homologated chassis have been proven by top-notch performances 
from coast to coast in North America. CKR has stood on top of the podium in Supercarts USA and F-Series competition, as well as kart clubs around the country. The podiums and championships will continue to pile up in 2021. CKR USA is now in its sixth year of business, and we're adding new authorized dealers and support centers for the chassis line. Visit ckr-usa.com or call 208-384-KART and go CKR Blue. Experience and passion. That's what led to the launch of AMAX Racing. Owner Charles Maxwell began AMAX Racing in 2015, expanding the operation in 2019 with a focus on driver development for racers of all age groups and backgrounds. From top level drivers to grassroots racers or families looking for a team that will help them achieve their goals, AMAX Racing can guide you with the absolute best trackside service at affordable prices. No matter the chassis, AMAX Racing welcomes you and has the experience to put you on the top of the podium. You can join the AMAX Racing family in 2021 at the Cup Karts North America, United States Pro Kart Series, and WK Manufacturers Cup Series, along with selected local events at Whiteland Raceway Park and Newcastle Motorsports Park. For more information, contact them at 317-437-5886 or find them on Facebook. AMAX Racing. All of your karting needs under 110. Welcome back to the EKN Outlap here on the EKN Radio Network. We are uh, previewing this uh, opening round of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour at NOLA Motorsports Park this weekend, March the 26th, 27th, 28th. Weather looking eh, potential for some rain. It's It's raining there right now. Uh, hopefully it'll have dried out a little bit when we go get ready to get on track on Friday. Uh, jumping now in, David, to the KA100 Senior Class, a total of uh, 26 entries in KA100 Senior, so a solid field there as this class continues to grow. Um, all told, though, interesting, Bryson Morris did double duty at uh, the, the Summer Festival last year at Newcastle. I'm going to focus on X30 Senior this year, take care of those ribs a little bit. Well, hopefully he's uh, he's healed up been doing some car racing and car testing so far this year. Uh, so he will not be coming back for the championship. So that's going to be wide open. But David, really the first time that the KA100 senior class has ever run uh, at NOLA with the Winter Nationals because you didn't get a chance to race last year. It is. It's the first time we've had the uh, the KA100 senior division officially at the Winter Nationals at NOLA. So uh, we've had it at the, uh, the Cal Speed event. Uh, that was in 2019. So, uh, and then of course, obviously the the uh, the summer festival in Newcastle last year. So, um, we'll 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 obviously have a new champion this year with with Bryson Morris sitting out. And again, as you said, focusing on the uh, the uh, X30 senior category. But I would not count out a former Scusa champion, former USBKS champion, and last year's vice champion, Brandon Lemke. I think he comes in as probably the driver to beat. Uh, coming into the weekend aboard the uh, the Frank the Team FMS uh, Merlin Kart uh, Lemke, no stranger to 100cc racing. Uh, again, a legend of his own in the old Yamaha days, and uh, and certainly has shown this winter as a uh, as a top contender both at the Scusa Winter Series and uh, and and defending champion in USPKS program. 
Yeah, another number of drivers going to be lined up to, to battle him. I think you're right. He's, you know, Brandon's obviously the, the guy coming out of the gate we need to watch out for. Other drivers who have shown well uh, through the start of the season. You mentioned, David, kind of looking at what's happened in the Winter Series programs. Uh, Nolan Allison was really strong uh, coming out of the gate with the Rawlison Performance Group. Uh, you got Blake, Blake Nash. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to look at Blake Nash. He's been very strong. Uh, for Nash Motorsports, both uh, rather running in the Challenge of the Americas. A couple drivers for Trinity Carding Group to watch for, I think, will be Jace Park and Gavin Bailiff. The Trinity Carding Group really kind of dialing things in. They got a lot, you know, they picked up some strong drivers. That's going to really help out their data side. They're going to get a lot of good in, in, uh, intel and input coming into the into the tent. Yeah, both of them doing double duty. Gavin doing both Pro Shifter and K100, while Jace Park's doing both X30 Senior and K100 Senior. So they will be uh, certainly busy under that tent with those two drivers uh, under the Trinity Karting Group uh, tent. Uh, other Another driver to watch will be Cole Morgan, another driver do, doing double duty, racing X30 Senior and KA100 Senior. Uh, obviously, the, the Morgan brothers have been quick uh, throughout their career from cadet to junior and now Cole Morgan in the senior division. So we'll see if he's able to uh, to contend in what is, I believe, his first race of 2021 season. We have yet to see him out on track, so we'll watch for that. Can't count out uh, 2019 champion Austin Osborne either with Iron Rock Racing, an opportunity for that Texan to to be up front, put on a good show at the uh, USPKS race, David, coming from uh, deep in the field after having to come through the LCQ. Uh, started dead last in the LCQ and was able to work his way to, I think, fourth or something like that, sixth or fourth. Uh, yeah, the, up to uh, the fourth position. That was fourth? a great there video we were able to get uh, up yeah. on EKN, getting a lot of reviews and views on that. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see if it's the 2019 Austin <laughs> or the 2020 Austin. <laughs> Here's uh, one I'll throw out here for you as well. Um, uh, Connor Ferris, I think, is uh, he's been good, so look for Connor to be strong. Steven Dial as well. Uh, David, you had mentioned him uh, on the in the preview here in our notes. And as well, a guy I think really showed well at the Scusa Winter Series, and I think that uh, kind of gives him some momentum coming in with Crossland competition. That would be uh, Riley Can. He was pretty good uh, coming out of the gate in the KA100 class as well. Yeah, didn't really have a great uh, second weekend down there no. at Homestead, but uh, yeah, it certainly has the ability to be up there and up front. And I think when you look at the uh, at the field there, uh, he certainly has a, a a lot more experience than a lot of the other drivers uh, at the front of, towards the front of the field. So uh, certainly could be a podium contender throughout the weekend. All right, let's move to the uh, KA100 Junior Class. Uh, 29 pre-entries lined up, so let's see if we can get over 30 with any walk-ups. David Carson Morgan, you mentioned the Morgan family. He is the champion from last year, is coming back. So Carson Morgan uh, in the field as well. Uh, So I I got a feeling that he's going to be the primary guy to watch, but just like the senior category, the first time KA100 uh, Junior has actually raced at the Winter Nats at NOLA. Yes, exactly. That's uh, that's going to be a key point because nobody has really any experience uh, in this category at this racetrack. So that's going to be a key factor is who can get to come up to grips with the racetrack, the very challenging racetrack that is NOLA Motorsports, uh, and see uh, if they can be quick. And there's certainly a number of different drivers in this uh, 29 driver field who, who have the capability of being up there uh, towards the front. You talk about those who have been quick early on this winter. Uh, Chase Han, who's coming in as the Scusa Winter Series champion. Uh, Jeremy Fletcher, who won both USPKS races uh, at Ocala Grand Prix. And you talk about the actual race winners from the Scusa Winter Series because Hand was unable to actually score uh, an official win, did score a provisional win. 
uh, Luke Welcome, uh, Parker DeLong, and Colin Lynn. All three drivers are in this field, so a number of different drivers who could stand out. Um, this weekend, you just showed how how long you've been with eCarding News, David, because it's Colin Lloyd, not Colin Lynn. Although, I oh love, yes, sorry, I love, I love you bringing up the Texas tornado, Colin. Yeah, Lynn. sorry, Lloyd. <laughs> yes, again, I write it, I don't say it. I know, David. I get it. I get it. And you, you said I'm looking at you. You look at the grid here right now, or, or the you know the spreadsheet that we have of of who's coming in to run. There are a lot of talented kids, and they got some rookies coming up as we do. Any year in the junior category, Dave, some of the ones you mentioned down here in our notes, G3 are Euros, Cameron Brinkman, Elio Meza, Cooper Shipman, Sebastian Weldon. All these drivers having some momentum at the start of the season with uh, either victories or podium finishes. Uh, I like, I really like the junior group right now. we got a lot of new names for 2021. Yeah, I think uh, I think Weldon's going to be there in the mix. I think he does a lot better in the in the 100cc category than he does with the X30. Uh, one to watch. Helio Meza was really impressive in Ocala. Showed a lot of speed. So we'll, we'll see if he's able to kind of transfer that order or, over to uh, to Nola, and we'll see if if Cameron Brinkman can stay out of trouble. He's he's shown speed, just says always seems to find trouble, uh, whether it be in the prefinal or final. They've got uh, Alexander Gonzalez is coming in with Nash Motorsports from California. He's coming off a win at the Challenge of the Americas event there. Always a front runner uh, through his mini career and now into junior Jack Jeffers uh, out of Texas with Speed Concepts. He'll be one to watch. We talked about Austin Jurors as well, David, with Franklin Motorsports on the uh, on the Merlin chassis. I believe he's on the Merlin. Um, he's He's got some momentum coming too. Second year in the junior class, I believe. So for, for Jurors, uh, this is his opportunity now to step up, right? On the uh, Red Speed, so on oh, an OTK product, yes. I'm not, that's not what I have on my spreadsheet, but I it guess says, that's okay. It says AC, actually. Yeah. What's that, AC mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's. I think that's kind of the problem with the registration program is they don't have the – sometimes they don't have the proper uh, chassis in there. So anyway, yeah, uh, on, the, on the Red Speed with uh, still under the, the Team FMS banner uh, as, as they are an OTK dealer up there, but um, – uh, Jers was able, yeah, to podium at uh, USPKS, so uh, certainly got that that monkey off his back uh, from the Scusa Winter Series program, and uh, and get up there onto a, a get a get some hardware. So we'll see if he's able to keep up the pace. Uh, Jesus Vasquez Jr. out of the West Coast coming over, yeah, he was strong. Uh, he was strong on the West Coast as well too. So uh, so watch for him to kind of stand out. Uh, and another name, Rowan Gill, uh, stepped up a little bit at the USPKS race weekend. Uh, don't be surprised to see him uh, battling in the top five. Last one I'll mention, because I know that I talked about him quite a bit running in the top five in KA100 Junior at the Winter Series when I was there for the opening round at Homestead. And that's uh, Cole Kleck uh, with Arcane Motorsports. That's Trevor McAllister's team. Uh, the, the Texan uh, was strong, David. He was he was right there, not running first, second, or third, but he was kind of right there, that fourth, fifth, sixth battle, as I recall, and, and showed really well. So Kleck could have a good uh, outing as well here. Yeah, a number of other drivers in the field, uh, with 29 drivers to uh, to stand out. So again, we'll see uh, how things shake out by the time uh, by the time the carts hit track for official practice on Friday. Well, let's go to X30 Junior. 28 entries to cap off this segment of the EKN Outlap, just like he did in the KA100 Junior program. Uh, Carson Morgan coming back, David. To, to you mentioned doing uh, doing double duty. Uh, defending champion coming in, so he'll be a driver to watch for sure. Former winners at NOLA. Uh, and I don't think we'll get any of them on the racetrack because they've all essentially moved on. You think about the fact we were there 17 and 18, all these juniors, if they were juniors, then they're seniors. Now 
or they could potentially be in race cars. Uh, Mateus Morgado won in 2018, as did Tyler Gonzalez. Tyler running in the uh, IMSA TCR series uh, with, with uh, I believe, Copeland Motorsports. Uh, he won in both 17 and 18. Tyler Gonzalez did. And uh, Dylan Tavella. Uh, in 2017, was a winner in the junior class. He'll be racing, I think, in the Formula Regional Americas program this year, at least a, a couple of events to start the season. So we're not going to see those guys, but we are going to see uh, some pretty impressive talent coming in, David. This is, uh, this is a good field as well, even a couple extra drivers than we saw in KA100 Junior. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how Morgan uh, does do as the defending champion, obviously running both both categories as champions. So that'll be interesting to watch uh, if it helps or hurts him. Uh, but certainly uh, uh, being a, what now, four-time Scusa champion with, I think, two in Mini Swift and now two uh, championships in the junior ranks, uh, certainly looking to add to that and uh, solidify his name in, in, in Scusa history. But a lot of the same, uh, same drivers that we're going to see uh, fighting in KA will be fighting in the X30 junior division. Uh, and, and, and some extras that, uh, we didn't talk about such as, uh, Noah Baker, uh, he'll be one to kind of watch a Paul Bocuse who finished fourth last year, uh, and a Frankie Mossman who finished eighth last year. So some different names that till that'll be in the mix along with some others that'll also be doing double duty. Yeah, I got to you, you throw out uh, Max Garcia. I, I think he'll be good. We talked about Jack Jeffers and Austin Jurors already, both drivers that could could make the move. Uh, Christian Miles, David, focusing on, or at least making that move up to the X30 Junior, focused on KA100 Junior last year. I think Christian Miles could be ready for a breakout race too. Yeah, had a bit of a one in, uh, in USBKS competition two weeks ago. Got up to uh, the fourth position. Maybe a one more lap might have got on, got himself onto the podium uh, with a great drive uh, up to uh, to where the leaders were. So we'll see if he's able to carry that momentum into this weekend. Uh, as we said, double duty drivers: Austin Jers, uh, Chase Hand. Um, uh, what, what was the other one I was going to say? Oh, Jack Jeffers is another as well too. So doing double duty, uh, yeah. doing double duty. So we'll see uh, again if that helps or hurts them. Pretty strong rookie rookie crop as well. Uh, I, I like the looks of the drivers we got coming up for mini. Yeah, uh, Brinkman, another double duty driver. Parker DeLong, double duty. So those two uh, rookie drivers, along with Sebastian Weldon, doing doing double duty on the weekend. Uh, as you already mentioned, Max Garcia, so a uh, former Scusa champion, coming uh, uh, up to make his uh, junior debut this weekend. Uh, another will possibly be Caleb Gaffar. I don't think he's going to be able to make it, uh, has been stuck in Italy, uh, due to, uh, some of the shutdowns and some other, uh, situations going on. So, um, he's on the entry list, but I don't think he's going to be able to make it to, uh, to NOLA this weekend. Fantastic field and X30 junior folks. Let's uh, have another quick break in the action. When we come back, we'll talk about the masters drivers in supercar USA, both master shifter and X30 master. If you're searching for a program to elevate you in the motorsports ladder, Crosslink Competition is your next step. Crosslink Competition provides arrive and drive programs that include driver coaching, data analysis, and an engine rental program for all major events in the 2021 season. Team Crosslink is scheduled to compete at the Supercarts USA Pro Tour, Rock Cup USA, and the United States Pro Kart Series events, along with regional and local programs from their home base in Texas. Crosslink Competition is a full retail shop for the Xpre chassis and OTK cart parts. 
Many new and used packages are available right now through their Dallas headquarters. For drivers interested in making the jump from karting to cars, Crosslink provides a streamlined opportunity for you. Team Crosslink and Kiwi Motorsports is a championship-winning operation in the F4 United States Championship program, providing the perfect transition within the same. Drivers looking to compete with the elite-level karting program or pick up gently used team equipment are asked to call 214-432-4413. Be sure to follow them on all social media platforms at Team Crosslink. In karting, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Karting Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs are available in 2021 for the USPKS and the Superkarts USA Pro Tour and Super Nationals with full product sales and service and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Karting Group is a full-service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom-designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private, one-on-one -on -one coaching to take you to the next level. Trinity Karting Group is also your Midwest home for Tony Kart and IAMI, and we're your source for MG and Avinco tires in the region. Tony Kart quality cannot be beat, so call us today to put you in a new chassis for your next event. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group has a long history in the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, an EKN Outlap podcast, our preview for the upcoming Supercarts USA Winter Nationals, the opening round of the 2021 Pro Tour. Rob Howden alongside David Cole. Time to jump, David, into the Masters categories, and we'll start with the Masters Shifter class, a total uh, of 13 drivers coming in to run Masters Shifter, and Scott, uh, Scott Skitchy Barnes, defending champion, coming back to battle it out again. I was checking out Facebook this morning, Jordan Musser is on the entry list, but I don't think he's going to be able to get there potentially till Friday afternoon. I think I saw on Facebook. I don't know, I don't know what's going on there, but uh, we should see Jordan for Saturday and Sunday. It could be an, there's a really good field of drivers, uh, and this is what Musser is able to do could be interesting. Yeah, I, well, I would you know I again looking at the at at the field, I put my money money on Musser if he makes yeah, it. Let's be real. Uh, you know, I don't think he needs all that amount of track time, you know, he, he, he moved up to the, the pro two division last year was certainly a, a podium and contender all weekend long in Newcastle. So certainly has a pace. Um, it, it boils down to who's going to be able to keep up, uh, I think is what it's going to boil down to. Yeah. I think when you look at it, you have obviously defending champion, Scott sketchy Barnes, uh, making, you know, coming back as the defending champion and needs, needs to be able to put in a consistent weekend, uh, but you come in, but the veterans in the category, you talk about Terry Lawrence and a yeah. Ben Schirmerhorn. I think those two drivers, along with Barnes, will probably be the lead contenders uh, to uh, to be able to stay with or to uh, to knock down Musser. 
Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. And looking at the layout we've got, you know, obviously Scott Barnes. Oh, hey, on new, a new new chassis this weekend, though, right? If I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, finally, yeah, finally, <laughs> finally has uh, put away the uh, the Intrepid going with Comcart uh, for six, the weekend. Six years on that Intrepid. <laughs> yeah, it it might be good for Rock Island. I think that's about it. Uh, that's probably right. That's hilarious. Uh, so little, he's a little upset. He wanted to carry the actual number one plate. Uh, unfortunately, he's going to be the six oh one. So uh, that's the only uh, negative part about being the defending champion. But uh, he's going to have to uh, again put in the work to uh, to kind of be up there with with multi multi time champion uh, Jordan Musser. And, and let's be real, Jordan Musser. You know, nationally. David, you know, over your entire time and you know, my time, got to be one of the winningest drivers in terms of national level competition. Um, you know, obviously won, won what, three Rotax Grand, Grand uh, Nationals here in the U.S. Four. Later, yeah, four. And later in his career, not when he was in his six, you know, when he was in his teens. That's why he's a master's driver now. And then in master's racing, there's really, uh, he, he's right there in the top one or two or three of the, of the all-time master's drivers we've had in, in shift to racing in, in, in the U.S. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Right. I, you know, I'd love, I'd lo- I would love to see him go single speed just to see if he could be able to do it, you know, to go up against like the Derek Wangs and the Renato Yadder David yeah. and stuff like that. But uh, certainly when you talk master shifter drivers, uh, yeah, he is the cream of the crop. Uh, Terry Lawrence coming in, as you mentioned, with CKR USA, the Idaho driver back on it. Good to see him here. And ideally, we'll see him for the full season. And you mentioned, David, already uh, Ben Schirmerhorn. Um, here's a guy that, that if, if they nail it and they're on it, he could be right there battling for a podium. So uh, those the four drivers you mentioned. I think I'm on board with you. Probably the guys that we need to watch out for. Um, let's go to the X30 Masters class, David. Uh, last year's champion, Scott Roberts. Uh, actually not running this weekend. Too bad we couldn't get Scott out there with us. He's not going to be racing. There are a number of drivers that could uh, be impressive up front. Uh, out of the gate, the two I think we probably have to look out for will be Jess Peterson for Phil Giebler Racing on the Burrell and Eric Molinati for CKR USA. Yeah, Peterson is a former winner uh, at the Enola Motorsports Park or Motor, Motorsports. Sorry, I said the park. I didn't say. I haven't said I it know. once this time. Don't say it. Um, uh, winning back in 2018 uh, on the opening round that weekend, so uh, certainly has the experience there. Is going to be certainly quick uh, racing with Phil Giebler Racing, but Molinati, uh, no stranger to being up front in the Masters class as well on the CKR cart. So we'll. We'll see those two probably towards the front, uh, and again, a lot of unknowns with the with the rest of the field. Yeah, local driver uh, Curtis uh, Terry will be running uh, in the field as well, and I think that Danilo Ramaljo will be one to watch as well. He's running with uh, Racing Edge Motorsports on a Cosmic, I believe. So I think he'll be definitely uh, a driver to, to, to look out for. Eight in total, hopefully to get a couple more walkups to get us over into, into the double digits, but otherwise. Eight drivers in X30 Master. Final break in the action, folks. When we come back to this edition of the Outlap Preview, Mini Swift and Micro Swift. Are you ready to step up your game? If so, joining the Rawlison Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and Team USA members. And at the same time, RPG continues to be a national level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. We work with all age groups and we're focused on developing cadet and junior drivers who are ready to take the next step in their racing program. Rawlson Performance Group has set a new standard with our in-house engine program 
AVP engines headed by Alex Vincent. AVP has become the benchmark in both IAMI and rock competition. We also have the largest OTK inventory that follows our race team, providing trackside parts at all the major events in North America. RPG also offers multilingual support with French, Spanish, and Portuguese speaking staff. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. The Rawls Performance Group. We race to win. Wins at the sport's biggest races and championships across all levels of karting make up the resume for Nitro Kart. The Nitro Kart has made its statement as the best, fastest, and most reliable cadet chassis on the North American karting market. The 2021 Cadet is the evolution of that success, featuring the latest development and components to put you at the front. If you want to win in Cadet, get a Nitro Kart and join the team. The Nitro Kart Cadet claimed five victories at the Scusa Pro Tour, including the Mini Swift Championship in 2020. At the United States Pro Kart Series, Nitro Kart Cadet earned five wins and 14 podiums in mini and micro competition. For a second straight year, Nitro Kart won the U.S. Rotax Grand Nationals in the Minimax division, bringing the title total to four in four years. If you've seen it on track, it certainly caught your eye. Dominating the four-cycle world is the Nitro Kart Lefty Chassis. The chassis is designed for the Briggs & Stratton 206 engine with a left side mount for better weight distribution. The Lefty is available in cadet and full-size frames. The Nitro Kart Lefty won the CKNA Grand Nationals 4 in both sportsman and junior categories with fast time in qualifying for the senior division. Drivers with the Lefty were ranked number one in the Briggs & Stratton Weekly Racing Series for junior and cadet divisions. Team Nitro Kart will be at all major events in 2021 with programs tailored to every driver's needs. Focused on driver development, the cadet program under Team Nitro Kart has helped develop some of today's stars, including Brent Cruz, Parker DeLong, Ben Mayer, and Spencer Conrad. Visit Nitro Kart online and find them on Facebook and Instagram. Welcome back to the EKN Outlap here on the EKN Radio Network. Rob Howden and David Cole previewing the upcoming opening round of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour, the Winter Nationals at NOLA Motorsports in Avondale, Louisiana. We're going to jump into our final two categories on this edition of the Outlap. 23 drivers in total, David, in the Mini Swift class, as we see uh, time and time again. Uh, a brand new champion will be crowned this year. Parker DeLong, who won last year, has moved up to junior. Former winners at NOLA. Uh, some pretty impressive talent. <laughs> Jeremy Fletcher, Carson Morgan, and Luca Mars. Uh, <clears throat> no former Scusa Pro Tour winner in the field, David. That's uh, when was the last time we had that? Yeah, that's that's the interesting part about the category. No Pro Tour mini winner in the field. So nobody who's won this category before has been is in the field currently for this weekend. So we have some micro drivers moving up who have obviously certainly been uh, on top of the podium. But uh, And we have some drivers who formerly were in micro and have been in mini, but haven't been able to get that that victory in the mini swift uh, category that uh, will be among those fighting. I think one of them that to, to look for is Ben Mayer, certainly uh, among the veterans in the mini swift division when you look at uh, the, the roster for this weekend. Uh, certainly going to be on the nitro cart, one of the quickest drivers. 
Uh, I, I look, uh, I look a lot. You, you got them down here. I look a lot at the rookies right now that that have have really come up strong. You know, Jack Eilif, last year's micro champion. Asher Osteen, who was second last year, micro coming up. Uh, Carson Weinberg, I think will be will be one to, to potentially watch out for. Uh, ben Mayer, as you mentioned, though he's definitely going to be a guy. Uh, but a couple racers who have found some success in the Winter Series, which you know means you always want to kind of look at them. You're looking at Oliver Weldon. Uh, Enzo Vinmontian, uh, Diego Ardiles. These are guys I've talked about being up front. You've covered being up front in the, in the winter series so far this year. Yeah. You add in uh, a, a drivers like Oscar Eilif and, and Reagan Seville yep. all uh, have kind of been towards the front. Uh, I think Seville was among those uh, at the front for the Texas sprint racing series that was there uh, at NOLA last weekend. Uh, so again, the, those are kind of the the players that uh, that we're kind of looking at. Uh, one to watch that uh, kind of stood out uh, in his uh, USPKS debut two weekends ago, Diego uh, Ardiles uh, with Supertune on the Tony Kart, uh, was able to get that uh, first uh, series victory and uh, could be one of those that, uh, that kind of fights for a podium position on the weekend. All right, let's move to the Micro Swift category. 23 pre-entries here in, in Micro. Defending champion Jack Eilif moving up to Mini. We've already talked about that. So he and his brother Oscar will be both in the Mini category. Uh, former winners, of course, all have moved on since the, the races in 2017 and 2018. Caleb Gaffera, Ben Mayer, Brandon Carr, and Elliot Cox all scoring wins on the first two trips that Scusa took to NOLA Motorsports Park. Uh, we, we've got a really cool group of, of young drivers here in micro David that that have been great in the uh, in the opening winter series events for us to watch out for uh, drivers that uh, were able to get some wins in both uh, the winter series uh, and the USPKS program Keelan Harvick and Isaac Malkit seems like we got a, a, a budding rivalry between these two uh, uh, second and now and third generation drivers as well at Malkit he definitely uh, a good rivalry rivalry between them uh right now uh both split the uspks victories uh two weekends ago uh and harvick able to uh to come away with one win malka with the other harvick though coming in as a scusa winter series champion so certainly has the edge there has a championship already under his belt but a number of different drivers uh were in the mix uh not only at the scusa winter series program but also at the uspks weekend uh, two weeks ago, you talk about Gia Mateo Rousseau on the Nitro cart was right there battling for victory uh, to the line. Augustus Toniolo uh, with RPG on the Cosmic cart. Indeed, He's yeah. been there uh, both both programs. Uh, also, the Tova brothers, Ethan and Jackson, are right there as well as uh, Alessandro Trucheau, uh on the Perlin uh, machine. Yeah, Arizona driver Ashton Woon, we we wondered whether or not he, he was actually in the championship contention at the Challenge of the Americas event, but with the conflict, is elected to come to run the Pro Tour. Uh, so we'll see Ashton uh, in the Nitro as well. And David, he's a kid that's been uh, been, been improving over the start of the season, has, has been up front as well. Yeah, two wins at Challenge of the Americas, so uh, certainly has that under his belt, and we'll see if uh, he's able to take that to NOLA and kind of build up on that and uh, fight for a podium position there. Well, there you go, folks. That is your uh, preview of both our mini and micro swift categories. We got good fields in both of those classes. Uh, David, bottom line is we're, it's time to get racing with uh, both the Scusa Pro Tour and the Challenge of the Americas. We're going to cap that series off. I'm going to go racing with the, the Scusa Pro Tour. Winter Nationals, Spring Nationals, Summer Nationals, over 200 drivers already heading to NOLA. Crossed our fingers that the rain stays away. But uh, again, mm -hmm. should be a good weekend all total. I'm, I'm, I'm personally just going to 
ready to get back to the racetrack. Now I've been home here for like a, a month and a half. I'm ready to get back to the track. Yeah, I bet I bet you are. It's uh, I, I can I can relate. I've been there before, yeah. uh, certainly during the uh, the last uh, months of the winter season. Uh, but uh, yeah, very excited to see kind of how things unfold. It'll be it'll be of a bit of a challenge since I'll be at the racetrack as well to uh, to kind of keep up and and what's going on. But we'll we'll obviously be uh, kind of keeping an an eye on on not only the social media but maybe have a, a window open on the uh, the live timing and, and as well. Well, and this is one of the things this weekend, folks. We've talked about it. David and I are doing essentially double duty ourselves. David's going to be at the Challenge of the Americas finale in Sonoma. I'll be down at NOLA with Alicia for the uh, for the Scusa Winter Series. So our our social media feeds, remember, we come out with our the uh, the top 10 results from qualifying pre-finals and finals on Saturday and Sunday. They're going to be jumbled together, right? I'll get an earlier start than David. I'm about three hours ahead of him. Or Yeah, I think it's three years. It's two or three in Louisiana. My back my back an it, hour? It's central, so it is two. All right, so two, so it's two hours. So there should be two hours difference. I'll start a little earlier, but at one point, sometime in the, during the day, it's going to be obviously jumbled up on, on everything we do on our social. So that's a good opportunity to take advantage of the hashtag. So if you go onto Twitter or whatever you might want to be, put in the hashtag EKN at SCUSA, and you'll get the lineup of all the stuff that I'm posting. That's a good way of doing it. You can just obviously scroll through your, through it, but if you use the, the, uh, the hashtag EKN at SCUSA, you'll be able to see uh, our kind of filtered results for what we have at Scusa. Same for David, EKN at Coda gives you the filtered results on that side of our coverage. Uh, hashtag Scusa Pro Tour, hashtag uh, Winter Nationals 2021, the other hashtags we'll be using. And of course, as always, hashtag Team Cooper Tire. Big thank you to uh, Cooper Tire for being the presenting sponsor of our 2021 EKN Trackside Live Tour. Uh, the broadcast coming up this weekend, David, presented by the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy, Parallel USA and Trinity Carding Group. All the coverage, of course, on ecardingnews.com slash live. It's going to be a busy weekend, my friend. You and I, I don't think you and I get back together at a track until, what, end of May for the, uh, yeah, for the uh, for the Spring Nationals. Oh, Rob, I'm counting down the days to where I get to see you again. I have no <laughs> doubt, David. I have no doubt. No yeah, doubt. it's uh, it'll be, yeah, it'll be good to get back to uh, the Pro Tour. Obviously, uh, a little upset that I'm missing this weekend. And, uh, so, but again, plenty of, uh, action for, uh, for those who are not at either of the events to, uh, to follow throughout the weekend. Well, folks, thank you so much for joining us here. Another edition of the EKN Outlap. It's our 20th preview podcast. We started this a couple of years ago at the uh, the Super Nationals, and it has been a, a great addition to our content program here on the EKN Radio Network. Again, March the 24th, tomorrow is travel day as we head to uh, New Orleans for the opening round of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour, the Winter Nationals, back at it once again. Thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now. <laughs>